Coming up, the Devils and Golden Knights stay red hot and the Islanders complete a big late game comeback. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL, local experts on all of the biggest stories on the ice. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NHL on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. We have all of our Locked On NHL hosts here. They are ready to recap the action for you from last night. The Coyotes got a great night in net from their goalie and a 4-1 win over the Sabres was the result. Locked On Coyotes takes us through Arizona's latest win. Don't look now, but the Coyotes are on their first win streak of the season. This is Carl Pavlock with Locked On Coyotes breaking down the action. Lawson Krauss got the scoring started early on with a goal 23 seconds in. That tied him with Nick Ritchie for most goals on the team with six. The Coyotes were able to finish the first period strong with Matias Michelli getting his first goal of the season. It was a bit quiet in the second period, but they finished strong with a goal from Liam O'Brien and Clayton Keller. Keller, O'Brien, and Michelli all had multi-point games, um, and it was just a great start to this road trip. The Cavs are on a 14-game road trip. They've won the first two, and you're going to want to stay locked in with Locked On Coyotes for the rest of the action. The Canadians and Red Wings went to a shootout before Montreal sent the Detroit fans home with a loss. Locked On Canadians and Locked On Red Wings fill us in on both sides post-game. Hey everyone, it is Scott Madla here with Locked On Canadians coming to you live after the Canadians win 3-2 in a shootout against the Detroit Red Wings. This game had a little bit of everything with the Mike Hoffman Revenge Tour in full swing. We had Uri Slavkovsky getting himself tossed out of a game for a bad hit. Jake Allen playing absolutely out of his mind, even with several power plays against him. But in the end, it was the young guns, Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki, who helped the Canadians come away with that shootout win, I'm going to be breaking down all the parts of this game, the penalty killing, all the good things that we saw, some of the bad things we saw, some of the officiating we saw that was good and bad. And we're going to talk about whether or not Yuri Slavkovsky will be suspended going into the next game. All that and more here on Lockdown Canadians. Remember to check us out on Twitter at LO underscore Canadians. Follow me at Scott Madla. Hope you'll tune in and see you all soon. The win streak ends, but the point streak remains as the Detroit Red Wings fall 3-2 to two in a shootout to the Montreal Canadiens, the first shootout of the season for the Red Wings. And look, guys, this is this is one of those games where the Red Wings did everything right and just didn't get the win. Those types of losses happen. Uh, every, every facet of the game, I thought the Red Wings outplayed and outchanced the Montreal Canadiens. They had a little bit of a sluggish first half of the third period, but after Raymond's goal, it picked up. And outside of that, they looked great. Huso looked great in this game, but they just couldn't bury their chances, and Montreal Canadiens did early in the first period off of two juicy rebounds. Losses like this happen, and it sucks. You want to get these two points as many times as possible, but it's not the end of the world. Uh, they got another point in this game, and now you're riding a four-game point streak, and the team honestly looked pretty good. So I'll break the whole thing down for you on today's episode of Lockdown Red Wings. The Islanders dug deep in the third period to complete a massive comeback against their division rival, the New York Rangers. Locked on Islanders and Rangers take us through that dramatic finish. 
Another comeback for the New York Islanders. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. The Islanders overcome a 3-1 to deficit after two periods, get three in the third, and beat the New York Rangers in regulation 4-3 to back-to-back. Come from behind wins for the Isles. And I'll tell you, it's not sustainable to play poorly for two periods and then rely on a big third-period comeback. But it shows this team doesn't quit. They have heart, determination, and the ability to pick things up when they need to pick up their game in clutch situations. Goaltending by Semyon Varlamov kept the Islanders in this game. And then all of a sudden in the third period, the Islanders adjusted to the Rangers' speed and started to create plays. And all of a sudden, they get the game winner on a controversial goal in the last three and a half minutes. For more, listen to and watch the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get your podcasts. The New York Rangers just keep finding ways to lose. What is going on, everybody? This is John Chick with Locked On New York Rangers, and the Rangers just coming off of a disappointing, again, home loss, again, to the New York Islanders, 4-3, to three, uh, taking a two-goal lead into the third period, again, still losing again. And I know a lot of people, the game was tied late in this game, 3-3, three to three, and Capo Caca was so obviously tripped by the Islanders, and three or four seconds later, it leads to a goal. The refs didn't call it. But the bottom line, and if you're a Ranger fan and you're mad about that call, you have every right to be mad about that call, but it should have never come to that. The Rangers just were not ready to go in the third period, let the Islanders back into the game, uh, a game where the Rangers were basically skating circles around them for the first 40 minutes. I know the Islanders have been a really good third-period team uh, this season. That continued tonight, but, I mean, the Rangers just— it's just the antithesis of what we saw last year, where the Rangers always bounced back from a loss last year, where they were always at their best in the third period, uh, you know, really kind of bared down in, in big-time clutch situations, and we're just not seeing it this year. And, uh, man, it, it's got to turn sooner rather than later. But we're going to talk about it all on the next episode of Locked on New York Rangers. Do not miss it. Coming up, the struggles continue for the Blues and the Senators. This is Locked on Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Athletic Greens. This is a product that I use pretty much every single day. I started taking AG1 to help with my immune system, keep myself healthy. It works with any diet that you're on, including gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free, whatever it is. It's important to include a multivitamin in your diet. AG1 makes that super simple and easy to do. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your own health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership for your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The New Jersey Devils did not look great last night, but a win is a win, and they still found a way to beat Calgary and extend their win streak to seven games. Locked On Devils takes us through how New Jersey got things done last night. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. So, for the first time since 2011, the New Jersey Devils are on a seven-game win streak, and they have won 10 of their last 11 matchups. Now, 
in this game against the Calgary Flames. It wasn't their best showing, but they were able to come away with the victory by a score of 3-2. to two. They got off to a pretty slow start to the game. They didn't get their first shot on goal until well into period number one. They were 0-3 in their first uh, power, few power play opportunities. They only got one shot during that time frame. And what happened, it was just a story of decent two-way play from Ryan Graves, Dougie Hamilton, and also our captain, Nico Heischer. He is now up to five games in recording a point. He has five goals and four assists during that time frame. Vitek Vancek has also done one great job in between the pipes for New Jersey Devils once again, making great A saves and just keeping the Devils in it and competitive and just coming up big when they need him the most. The New Jersey Devils on the docket, they have the Ottawa Senators, they got the Arizona Coyotes, and then they got the Montreal Canadiens. So can they extend their win streak up to 10 games? Well, we're just going to have to wait and see, but it's looking pretty pretty promising for them right now. The St. Louis Blues are another team that's seriously struggling right now to get wins, and their losing streak extended to eight games after they fell to the Flyers when they unloaded for a 5-1 win yesterday. Locked on Flyers gives us all of the final details. Felix Sandstrom finally got his first NHL win starting the game last minute in relief of an under-the-weather Carter Hart. He made 28 saves in this one. Hi, this is Rachel Donner from the Locked On Flyers podcast with your quick reaction to the Flyers 5-1 to win over the St. Louis Blues. The Blues were definitely ready for a fight. They dropped the gloves early, but the Flyers had the advantage in the underlying numbers and the shots in the first period despite no score. The Flyers haven't often had a big lead to protect, but they sure did that in this one. Not only did they make some excellent passing plays to put the puck in the net all game, but they played a pretty solid defensive game to keep the lead late in the contest. Kudos especially to the younger guys like Owen Tippett, Noah Cates, and Wade Allison, who have been challenged to make an impact by head coach John Tortorella. They absolutely did that in this game, combining for three goals and two assists. For more on this game and the Flyers all season long, tune in to the Locked On Flyers podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The Golden Knights are really continuing to impress in the early parts of this season, most recently with an overtime win on the road over Toronto. Locked on Golden Knights and Locked on Maple Leafs give us the breakdown from both sides. Make it eight in a row, folks. Chris Golick, Locked on Vegas Golden Knights, live from the Dollar Loan Center here in Henderson for the Silver Knights battle. But more importantly, folks, the Golden Knights did not seven outs, make it eight straight victories. An amazing comeback from behind overtime defeat of the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's starting to feel like season one, folks. It is feeling special. Good things might just be ahead for the season six version of the Vegas Golden Knights. Folks, for everything Vegas Golden Knights, please check out Lockdown VGK, your team every day. The Toronto Maple Leafs let a big opportunity slip through their hands as they saw their three-game winning streak come to an end with a 4-3 loss in overtime to the Vegas Golden Knights, who continue to be one of the hottest teams in the NHL, improving their winning streak to eight games. I'm David Morrissey here from Lockdown Leafs. Wasn't exactly the best start for Toronto as turnovers put them in a 2-1 deficit after the first period. But in, in the second, Mitch Marner helped spark the Leafs offense, getting them 
two goals in that period to go up 3-2 heading into the final period. Unfortunately, a shorthanded goal for Vegas would send this game to overtime where Riley Smith put the nail in the Leafs' coffin with a breakaway goal to end it. The Leafs did their best to control play in this game, out shooting Vegas for mo- for the most part, and they got a pair of goals from Timothy Lilligren. So really an opportunity wasted here from Toronto against a really good team in the NHL. We'll break down more from this performance as the Leafs continue their homestand on the next edition of Locked On Leafs. The NHL's newest franchise finally getting into the groove of things here in 2022 as they ticked off their fifth win in a row on Tuesday night. Locked on Predators and Locked on Kraken. Join us with more and all of the details. As we say in the South, y'all, I just can't even. The Nashville Predators lose their game tonight against the Seattle Kraken 5-1. to And friends, it was bad. Hi, everyone. I'm Ann Kimmel from Locked on Predators. The game tonight started much like the Vancouver game did, with UC Soros letting in an early goal he probably should have saved. And then he let in another goal. And then there was another goal. And then Seattle scored again. That's right. The Kraken got four goals on their first six shots. UC Soros pulled in the first period of this game. And it was just too big a hole for the Predators to climb out of. Now, Soros did not have the defensive help that he probably needed on some of those early goals. And the offense could get nothing going. So this game from top to bottom was a disaster. Nashville Predators are in trouble, friends, and they've got some things they're going to need to figure out. The Seattle Kraken extend their winning streak at Climate Pledge Arena. My name is Erica Elayala. I am your host of Locked on Kraken, and we got a dominant win by the Seattle Kraken. The Seattle Kraken put up a four spot on Soros and the Nashville Predators, giving the home crowd something to cheer about. Play lithium. Let's go. We had 20 shots five goals overall on 20 shots on goal. We had uh, four goals on 10 shots in the first period alone. Uh, Brandon Tanev got the empty netter to make it five, but it was Jordan Everly that scored two goals, got his second and third goal of the season. We pushed UC Saros out of this game and get a big win at Climate Pledge Arena. Now, We'll see if we can keep the streak alive. Make sure you tune in to Locked on Kraken for more on this game and what the upcoming schedule is looking like. That's all for today on Locked on Game to Game NHL. Thank you for making Locked on your first listen every weekday. Make sure that you subscribe to Locked on NHL and your favorite team's Locked on podcast on YouTube and wherever else that you get your podcasts from. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked on Game to Game.